Welcome, everyone, to episode 24 of the Daddy Sharp Podcast. I am Luke. And I'm John. We're just a couple of dads who like to make the sharpest bets we can. And we're just a couple of dads who break down the conferences, the games, and the fights that your buddies are too square to break down. That's right. And this week, we're breaking down UFC 286 in sweet old London. London. We're looking at a great card with great fights and even better odds, but only if you know where to look, my man. And first, let's begin like we always do by keeping it real. (sighs) Breaking down our best bets from last week. It's okay. It's okay. We'll get through this. We'll get through this. I'll start us off. My first best bet was Davy Grant to win over Rafael Asuncio. Grant was a winner. I said at the time, heart, John, and chin would make the difference in this one. Also that Grant loves to fight, and he won by submission with moments left in the third. Crazy submission. (laughs) Next. It was awesome. I made Vitor Petrino to win. Another best bet. Petrino took care of the Swede, Anton Turkow, just like we agreed he would. Turkow was nicknamed the Pleasure Man, and I believe I'll just stop there. (laughs) Nurmagomedov versus Martinez, my best bet there. Nurmagomedov, I still have no idea how we lost this bet, Mr. Luke. Uh, Nurmagomedov landed more strikes. He landed three takedowns to Martinez's none. He even had two submission attempts. Then the judges came out, saw it differently, and the Daddy Sharps lose. I have no idea watching that fight three times since how that was judged that way. I don't either. I don't either. We were robbed. Then we have Gravely versus Henry. My best bet there was Gravely. I'm on the wrong end of another split decision for the second time in two weeks. Gravely just couldn't protect himself on the feet. And I go 0-2 on the week into Daddy Sharp Best Bets. Hey, man, it happens. It happens, and we're going to rebound this week because it is time for us to move on to our best bets for this week. Are you ready? I need you pumped up for this. I am ready, sir. I am ready. All right, get all those thoughts of Turkow and pleasure out of your mind, John, because my (laughs) first best bet in UFC 286 London is Chris The problem, Duncan versus Omar Morales. Morales, a slight, slight favorite in this this one. Minus 115 last time I checked. This is a prelim light heavyweight fight. Right off the bat, John, I'm going to tell you, I don't like the age difference here. 29-year-old Duncan versus 37-year-old Morales. Morales is 3-3 and in UFC, coming off of two losses. He lost by submission and TKO. For Duncan... This is a Scottish boxer with pep and vinegar. Can I say piss and vinegar? I just did, I think, but I like it, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got it in his whatever it is, he's got We're gonna it. We're going to go with it. He's got it in his veins, coursing, coursing. Ooh. He'll be closer to having a home crowd than Morales will be in London as well, of course. He's won more than half of his fights by KO. Scary. He throws a ton of strikes. Scary. However, Here's where the tables turn for me. Duncan throws a lot of punches, but he absorbs more strikes than he connects. And while he averages more takedowns per fight than Morales, half of Morales' wins have been by submission. Mm. Morales is older and wiser, and after two losses, his future is most likely up against the wall. Never underestimate a fighter in that professional position. John, the man, has got to pay the bills. Johnny's got to pay the bills. Oh, I like that. Food on the table. 
Mm. And for Chris, the problem, Duncan Gonzalez is going to turn out to be a huge problem for him. My best bet, Gonzalez to win. I see what you did there with problem. I see. I see. (laughs) Never have a nickname like that. Don't have a nickname like that. (laughs) Sir, there are two Duncans on this card and they couldn't be further apart. I like the Christian Leroy Duncan versus Todorovic. Best bet here, Duncan minus 210. Luke, you know me. I usually don't go on UFC debuts, but I can't resist this one. I watched a ton of tape on this Duncan, and this guy is the real deal. He's a dynamic striker. He has two knockouts by flying knees, others by spinning back fists and elbows. He throws a lot of athletic moves in in the octagon stuff that you don't really see that often. This is his UFC debut, however, but he has one of the longest amateur careers I've ever seen. 23 amateur fights over four years, 17 and six in those 23 fights. Then he took his talents to Cage Warriors, where he won the middleweight belt and defended it already. More impressive, this guy in Cage Warriors has fought wrestlers, combat sambo fighters, submission artists, and for a striker, his takedown defense held up pretty well, and he even landed a few takedowns of his own. Todorovic, he's a power striker, hence the nickname Thunder. This guy got to the UFC 9-0. Then the losses started to pile up. He's gone 2-3 and three in his last five fights. His no only thunder. wins, that could ever. <laughs> his only wins on the UFC were Batolo and Wright, Jordan Wright. Both of these guys are out of the UFC now. Both are tough guys that like to stand in front of you and bang. Todorovic is not going to have Duncan standing in front of him. Duncan moves, and he's going to be very hard to hit. And this guy can throw a strike from anywhere at any time. It's going to be a highlight reel for this guy. Oh, did I mention this? This dude's English, my man. I like the English guy on his home soil to pick up his UFC debut in his very first fight of victory. Yeah, that nice, impressive. I know you don't ever cover fighters who are debuting that is like one of your rules so if you are telling me that this is your guy this must mean a lot to you this is significant it's significant i like the way he fights and i like how bad todorovic has looked (laughs) this guy came in power striker but he really doesn't move as well and this is the this is a bad matchup for him not a powerful thunderstorm like what you get in the in the deep south come like the afternoon on a hot summer day where it's just it's kind of a light just like a light little thunder oh look a little thunder in the background there <laughs> that's true isn't that cute? maybe a little hail isn't that cute? <laughs> cute gotcha yes gotcha yes so for, for it's my turn now for my next best bet Ooh. i'm sticking with a prelim bantamweight fight and one of your favorite fighters. i love this guy i, I love stole this, guy. this one from you Jack the Tank Shore. Boom. Favored by a mile over Mr. Finland Makwan Amirkani. John, mm. what is it with these Scandinavian fighters? Do you know? <laughs> What's going on, man? We had the Pleasure Man last time. <laughs> we had the Pleasure Man, the Swede, Turkow, the big show off, the Pleasure Man. And this week we've got Mr. Finland. From all the yes. photos, from all the fo- photos I've seen, he, he loves the ladies. He loves the bottle service. He loves to party late night. Nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. No, no. Unless you're about to fight an angry Welshman named the Tank. That, Ooh. my friend, is a problem. This guy's good. 
Jack Shore is a huge favorite, five and one in the UFC, coming off a loss, which means he's angry on home soil. 50% of his wins are by submission, we should say. For Amir Khani, he absorbs twice as many strikes as he lands. He's one and four in his last fight, five fights. And uh, let's look at those losses. Two decisions, two TKO, TKOs. He's also 34 years old. He does have 12 wins by submission. Impressive. That's impressive. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you know that old uh, saying, John, in Finland? You know what oh, I yeah. say? What, yeah. Remind me again. I, I know uh, it. I just gotta got to be it. I've got it right here. I've got it right here. Arate Tankista Hulua. Okay. Yeah, I think yeah. I know that. Yeah. They say it all the time, which means <laughs> never piss off a tank. Never. <laughs> I, is that is that the actual translation? I'm pretty sure it is. My best bet is Jack the Tank. Sure. To win. Ooh, you know I love that. You know I love that. I'm going with an old friend, Mr. Luke. Marvin Vittori versus Roman Dolades. Best bet here, Vittori minus 300. Vittori fights are so much fun to watch. This guy, constant pressure, constantly moving forward. The man takes shots, but has never been finished his entire career. The difference in this fight for me is Vittori has been in there with the best of the best. He went the distance without Asanya and Whitaker. He's clearly beaten in these last two fights, just outclassed. But these are two fighters on the pound-for-pound best fighter list in the UFC, who doesn't get beat up by these two guys? On the other side, Dolades looks good with an impressive three-fight win streak against some big-name fighters, some up-and-comers. But a closer look, Hawes, Hermanson, and Dawkins show these last three fights. These guys are three and six in their last three fights each. Dolades, I think, is catching these guys at the right time. And then you got to go back and look at that Jack Hermanson fight. He was losing the fight after the first round and then got the round two knockout. Vittori... High fight IQ. That's what I like about him. You think he's just a tough guy going in there. He's going to wrestle you. He's going to take some shots. No, this guy's got a plan. He knows how to plan for his opponent. Just look at the Kevin Holland fight. Constant takedown steered him to victory. Dolades fights a very slow pace. Almost needs a finish to win any fight. In 13 fights, Dolades has only won two decisions, and one of them was a split. The constant stalking of Vittori and the fact he's never been finished makes this a best bet for me. No way. The old Roman gets a decision over my boy, the Italian dream. The Italian dream. And you beat me to the punch. See what I did there? Oh, I like it. I like it. On this one, because I wanted to make this one of my best bets. I love Vittori too, man. You nailed it. Yes. I love this For what it's worth. (laughs) Hey, let me ask you another question. Are you ready to deep dive? You want to to deep dive a little bit? I'm ready to deep dive. Let's I'm deep on dive. the diving board. I'm yeah, looking down. Do, you, you were bouncing. You were bouncing a little bit. You know, let's the get end wet. Of that thing. Yeah, the kids are in line. Go, come on, <laughs> jump already. Let's. You know, hey, calm down. I'm bouncing on the board. All right, here yes. we go. Let's dive in. We're gonna release off that board, and we're gonna talk about other fights on the card that we like. Let's start with a lightweight fight. Sam Patterson favored pretty well here, minus two ninety. Last time I checked, versus Yanal Ashmoff. John, any thoughts here? Eh. The, the one weakness for me here, I am running away from this fight due to the strike defense numbers on both these guys. They stop everything with their face. <laughs> no bet for me. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah, not a lot of information on Ashmov either. You know, I'm leaning to I'm leaning to Patterson to win here, but but it's just a lean right now. Yes. Uh, we've got a flyweight fight between Mohamed Mokayev. 
favored by a mile against Jafel Filio. What do you think? Ooh, Muhammad, the English wrestling phenom here. But I love the guy, but so does the book. At minus 800, that's a big number to lay on anyone, especially a 22-year-old fighter that can still make mistakes in there. I'm going to have to pass at minus 800. Yeah, I mean, I love him in the home home uh, crowd in London. I love the guy, but um, definitely, you, you, I don't think you can bet it by itself. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right. Let's just yeah. move on to the flyweight division then. Jake Hadley versus Malcolm Gordon. I like this Hadley kid. In Gordon's last three losses, he was knocked out once, submissioned twice. Hadley has two subs in his short UFC career. Luke, I think you see where I'm going here. I like yep. Hadley to win this one by finish. If you want to get a little spicy, take the submission. Gordon has shown a weakness for such things. Yeah, yeah. Hadley favored by, by, by a decent amount here in this fight as well, uh, around um, 350, 360. I'm leaning toward Hadley in this one, absolutely. Ladovit Klein, small favorite over Jay Herbert. This is a lightweight fight, John. What do you think? Mm, I'm off this fight due to the striking defense of both fighters again. These guys just get <laughs> pounded all the time. I'm just too many punches get through. I'm off this one. But it will be fun to watch. Ah, so yeah, well, you you know, there's gonna be a lot of blood probably. But so <laughs> far, we're 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 agreeing too much here. Is that is that a bad thing? I don't know. We're on the exact same page in UFC 286. Yes. Let's yes. see if we can shake things up a little bit. Oh. Let's go to a welterweight fight between Gunnar Nelson. You like that guy, I think. You were talking about him earlier. You like Gunnar? I don't like Gunner. You don't like Gunner. <laughs> Nelson. Don't. Nelson's bad against lefties. Barbarina is a lefty. Bam Bam can't stop takedowns, which Nelson is actually good at. I have no idea what to think here. Like one guy's weakness is another guy's strength. And then you throw in the Barbarina short notice. I think I'm just going to stay off this fight. I'm running away. Gunner I want Nelson. to pick Barbarina because he's fun, but I can't yeah. do it. <laughs> Gunner favored by it like 400. Why did I think that you liked Gunner Nelson over Brian Bam Bam Barbarena? Why did I think that? <laughs> I don't know. I got that <laughs> in my head somehow. You're trying to sucker me in there. Uh, probably. I'm going to suck you in <laughs> so we can bet against each other and I will win. And I will. Usually we pay each other off in cocktails, folks, in Vegas next time we're there. And, uh, you know, just yes. the cocktail. Although yes. I, think I'm, I think I'm down four cocktails right now. <laughs> I, I do have to be honest with you, though. After after breaking uh, breaking down this one, I'm leaning toward the underdog Bam Bam here. He lands four times more strikes. Uh, like you said, he also absorbs a lot of shots. Yes, but Nelson isn't a guy I don't think who, who will go toe to toe with this with, with with Bam Bam. He just you know he wants to he wants to pull you down to the mat and kind of mix it up. And if you're just going to stay there in the ring and they're going to trade shots. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think a lean is in order here. You can get some good money on that. Yes, yes, for All sure. Right. And now Ooh. to the main events in UFC 286. Let's start off with a lightweight fight. Justin, the highlight, Gaethje bum, bum, bum. versus probably one of my favorite fighters of all time, Rafael Fiziev. Fazeev oh. is favored, not by a lot in this one. Why don't you break this one down for us? I think I think we both love this fight. 
and we were both too scared to make it a best bet. So Gaethje's last three victories were against guys that are combined two and 13 in their last five fights. The only guy he beat with a win in the last three years was Michael Chandler, and it was a war. Fazeev only went to the scorecards twice on the UFC so far against a guy who's never been knocked out and against Bobby Green, who hardly ever gets hit. That's pretty damn impressive. I love Fazeev in this fight, and I do think this is going to be fight of the night. Both these boys are getting bonuses. I think so, too. But I love the latest interview with Fazeev when he said he was asked about fight of the night and bonuses. And he said, kind of alluded to, I'm getting paid now. I'm doing really well in UFC. And uh, I don't need any more bonuses. <laughs> oh. I like it. When, when you don't need it, that's when he's going to get it. <laughs> he does not need to be the cat pawn with the toy anymore with the little mousy mouse. He just goes right for the kill. Fazeev yes. is a Muay Thai champion. So, I mean, obviously, you're listening to the podcast. You know who this guy is. And you know that his record in U UFC, you, you got to understand that he has had many more professional fights and professional uh just, you know, circumstances where the guy is just fighting top champions in a different sport. Yeah. What does Muay Thai mean, though? And what does it what does it teach you? And what does it teach you with a with a mix of combat sambo, which he also practices? You are a Favorite. big, huge fan of combat sambo. Yes, I love that stuff. <laughs> it means that he's got power in every punch and every elbow and every kick. Just watching him fight, he is powerful and his technique is flawless. I almost made him a best bet, just like you said. You know, he should be a best bet, right? He should be I a best so. bet. Yeah. Uh, I, just that. What, what scared you away? I'll tell you what scared me away, that number. I just don't like the odds right there. And and what is that all about? Sometimes the odd makes odd makers, you know, they know something. Uh, you try to break down as much as you can, but you just kind of wonder. Yeah. And for me, Gaethje's been in there with the best of the best. He's been tested by the top five. He's been tested by champs. I think Fazeev is up and coming. He's he's passed up and coming, but he wins this fight, gets himself right into that top five. He just hasn't had that resume yet. Once he gets this win, he will have that resume. But then he'll be the odds will be minus five hundred. So this is probably the last time you get to bet him straight up. <laughs> yeah, totally, absolutely. All right, my man. Let's move to the final match of the night for the UFC welterweight championship of the world. And their third matchup, Leon Rocky Edwards versus the Nigerian Nightmare, Kamaru Usman. Usman favored in this one. John Usman won their first matchup by decision, but that was years ago. Everyone yes. remembers, however, their last fight in UFC 278. A oh, my third God. Round KO, kick to the head. Fifth rounder. Fifth round KO, my man. Did I say third round? Yeah. It was a fifth round. It felt like the third round because Usman won so many rounds. <laughs> it felt like one huge round. <laughs> what is my problem? Fifth yes. round. Fifth round KO right at the end. <laughs> New champ was crowned. Yes. Sorry. Sorry, Usman. I, I'm not down. Just don't come after us. You're in <laughs> no. trouble because you live in Denver. He's coming for yes. you. Yes. You, you said it. I didn't. <laughs> All right. Hey, this is their third fight, though. And. You know, uh, it's going to be a home crowd for Edwards for sure. But what's going to happen in in the rubber match? Oh, so like you're saying, Usman got caught in that last fight. He was winning every single round. He's up for nothing and he just gets caught with this kick. And there's this old you've heard the old gambler say it, the old bookmakers. 
when you're getting the champ at plus money, you got to take the champ. I can't do it on this. <laughs> like, I think Usman's the guy to bet here. And he's dominant. He's dominated this guy before. And and Edwards is kind of one-dimensional. He's just got striking. Usman's got it all. He's got the wrestling and the striking. So Usman's the pick for me. Growth mindset. You learn from your mistakes. Yes. And that's what Usman's <laughs> going to do. You know why? Because he is a champion. He should be champion right now. And he knows it. And he's going to stick to the game plan. He's not going to do something stupid again but open himself up when he's winning in the fifth like that. I absolutely agree. The answer is just that simple. John, it's simple, right? The Nigerian nightmare wins easily. It's that simple. Yes. Yep, I agree. All right. You want to recap our best bets for uh, UFC 286? Let's Let's do it. Let's recap, my man. I like Duncan, the new kid, over the power puncher, Todorovich. And I think Todorovich could get cut from the UFC when it's all said and done. I even like this fight at finish. I also like Vittori overwhelming Dolades and the Italian starting his climb back up the middleweight ranks. And this guy's dream, he wants to bring the championship belt to Italy. He starts this night. I think it'll happen. I love both of those bets. I'm with you on both of those. My best bets, Omar Morales will create a huge problem for Chris the Problem. Duncan, I'm making Omar Morales to win a best bet. You got a problem with that? No problems here, sir. There'll be a lot of problems in that ring Saturday night. And I'm also picking Jack the Tank Shore to win over Mr. Finland. We've all heard the saying. We know the saying. We know the saying. Don't mess with the tanks. Don't do it. Don't do it. (laughs) But Luke, before we go. What? Before we go. If you're listening to this podcast, there's another new podcast we just released. And it's got all your round one March Madness bets in there. And we're going to have another one afterwards. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. We broke down every game in the first round for you. The data, as we like to say, John, is cooking. Yes, it is. (laughs) You can get all our first round best bets. Look for our podcast. It's out right now. It's on Spotify, iHeart, and soon it will be on Apple. John. That's going to do it for this podcast of the Daddy Sharps. Remember, though, always gamble responsibly and within your means. And the bets that we share are based on our own research. We don't always win. And be sure to check us out on social media. Look for Daddy Sharps on Facebook and at Daddy Sharps on Instagram and Twitter. And we'll be back next week with all our best bets and much more. But, John, first, who's your daddy? Who is it? We are. Correct. Stay sharp, everyone.